Uh, we've got uh, Rachel and Jessica who've come down to the basement studio, and we're just excited to have you here. Uh, Andrew, you're not going to be jumping in here too much? Well, we'll no, see. because, you know, I get giggly and start to laughing, and this is real. Um, I laugh at the awkwardest moments, and I don't want to get beat up up there. <laughs> Come on. I don't want to get beat up, y'all. Who are you? Uh, no, no. And, you know, just some real stuff uh, to let people know that, you know, uh, that they can change. You know, uh, you'll hear it tonight uh, through Rachel's story, uh, you know, that, that change is possible, man, uh, that you have value, uh, that you have self-worth, that you can be the person you're supposed to be. Huh? But what you got to do? You got to get out of the way. Look out here. Who are you? Hmm? Come on. What? All right. Take it away, boss. <laughs> so we're going to do a, uh, you know, we're just going to talk and we're going to see how everything goes. And I'm going to turn this camera off of the Andrew. I don't have <laughs> uh, 20 cameras at this point. So let's see if I can do this. I even made a, I made a little mark of it. And then we'll change over to this camera angle and there we go. We're in interview mode. Booyah. There Just it like is. That. There it is. Come on, girl. <laughs> Lighten up. Get with us. Work with us. Oh, my huh? goodness. I, I was not ready for that burst of, of uh, energy. So <laughs> so thanks for coming down. So let's uh, tell yeah, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Let's start off uh, with you, Jessica. Okay. Um, well... I have five kids. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad there's somebody in Kentucky with more kids than oh, me. Must be yes. from Utah. Jack, <laughs> you would come think. Out. Yes, uh, I work in the medical field at an OBGYN office. Um, oh, awesome! I'm married to a wonderful man Aww. who accepted my first four children and then gave me my fifth. <laughs> It's like, I got to get in on this. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and other than that, you know, I just live my life normally but mostly I, I live my life supporting my sister that's like my number one goal always is and she's the first thing that comes to my mind in the morning and my last thing that I think about at night um so are you the older sister I am awesome how how what's your age difference three years three I years telling you how no, I'm just Listen, I, I knew not I knew not to ask that but the, I the am age 32. difference oh wow then she throws it out let's hear it for 32 year olds that was a great. I remember turning thirty, thinking it was all over, yeah, and then I turned I into my forties, and I was like, "Well, it can get worse." There's, yeah, exactly. There's those fifties coming at me. So awesome! And and you guys grew up in Louisville, yes, mm-hmm. like city, city suburbs. Uh, we we grew up next to Churchill Downs, so it's kind of like city, but um, suburban city. <laughs> okay, okay. Hood? They call it the very, South End. Very hood. <laughs> okay. Because that's the first thing I learned when I came to Kentucky is that Churchill Downs is not all dressing up in fancy clothes. Oh, no, no, no. Mm-hmm. It's definitely hood where we lived. Um, Straight hood, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so y'all about that life. Uh-oh, okay. We don't want no trouble. My bad. I'm back out. When we got older, we actually moved um, to a worse hood. <laughs> that's possible. <laughs> Which was behind Trixie's, a big giant strip club. <laughs> no, no. What was going yeah. on then? I mean, with family life. Um, we kind of moved in, moved into an apartment complex where our grandma lived and, um, which then it was okay, but it got right. progressively worse as the years went by. And when the drug thing became more prominent, it was like, it was in our neighborhood. That's, I felt like okay. that's where it all started. So high school as well, that kind of followed as far yes. as like the same type of environment. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
Yeah. Not awesome. I say awesome. Yeah. No, not awesome. <laughs> not at all. Uh, so growing up behind a strip club, that's yeah. a new one. Yeah. 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 Was that, did you know it at that age? Oh, yeah, we knew. <laughs> that's how we tell people to get to our house. You right did. behind Trixie's. <laughs> it's a landmark. Yes. It's... In Louisville, it is. It's like, do you know that big white building, the strip club with the purple letters? Um, turn right there next to that in Michael Tyre. <laughs> Here's one thing I've never understood about strip clubs. I don't know why purple is so prevalent. I don't know. That's it's, like the color. It's like I, I went over. You've been to Gaddy Town in Lexington? Yeah. The big purple strip club <laughs> yeah. right next to that, to the kids' place? Yeah, yeah, it must be like their uh, go-to color. Oh my goodness! Like, drop your kids off here, and you can come over for drinks. Yeah, it's it's a crazy world. So, so uh, we've you're you're growing up, mm-hmm. and did you live for a, a while there? I mean, was that all through high school? Um, yeah. So that started when I was in eighth grade, and we lived there. Um, I lived there till I was about 18. I moved it out and got my own apartment and then moved away from the whole area. And then, right, you know, Rachel had, had stayed there all the way up until, what, what? how old were you when you guys lived there? Um, living with mom until I was 20. Mm-hmm. And then I got my own apartment there, the very 20. same apartment complex. And Can you move that mic up there? Yeah, y'all speak you, up. You got it. I'm short. <laughs> you, you, it, it's great. It's made for short people. Okay. Actually, that's what we did. We did give you the uh, lowest chair okay. that we could have stuck you in there. <laughs> so, so you lived there uh, with your mom, stayed there through 20s. Yeah. And how was, I mean, how were you in high school? Was there any trouble along the way there? or? Um, I dropped out in 10th grade when I was 16. Dropped out and... Um, Living with my mom, it was just easier mm-hmm. at that time. Um, I got real into guys and just started out with friends um, drinking and marijuana. And I didn't know I was an addict then, obviously. I mean, I was just partying. That's, you know, I, early I'm guessing, 20s, yeah, you didn't late, stand out as too partying. different from anyone else. Yeah. I mean, I always felt different, though, you know. Around way? my friends, um, just not as good, less no. than low self esteem, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Yeah, uh, why? Because I always of, felt uh, like they were just judging me, that mm-hmm. they thought they were better than me because of my home life and their parents had money and they were mm-hmm. in college and they graduated high school. And right. So, were you feeling like left behind in some ways, as far as like you didn't go yeah, through in a sense, school, yeah, mm-hmm. and all of that. So you, yeah. you've kind of built up a little bit of resentment. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and how did that, I guess, how did that show it? So it did show itself through the drinking, partying, things like that. Yeah. Um, well, they could always stop. I was the one, the loud, belligerent one. You know, I never could stop. Um, I was always the last one up by myself partying. They were all, you know, out hours before me. <laughs> and... I mean, eventually we parted and went our separate ways when I started the pills. Mm-hmm. And how did that start? Um, I was pregnant with my first daughter, my first child, Jayla, and um, her dad really um, physically, mental, and emotional abuse, and they they made me escape like the cheating, the physical abuse and all that. It just, it was my escape. It made me not care at all. 
And was it like you sought them out in the beginning or it just happened to be at one event, one party, it, something? It happened to. to be one twice while I was pregnant. And then after I had Jayla, I was fine. Um, mm-hmm. Actually gave my pain prescription away after I had her. And then she was about six months old and I, I needed that escape again. And uh, did you tell anyone? Did you tell Jessica about this? No. What What are you doing at this time, Jessica? You know that she's had a or pregnant, having a child. What are you What are you doing, and what are you thinking? Well, um, I I wasn't really worried that she was having a kid because in my head I just know that she was a really good mom. I like I thought that. So I didn't know anything about the pills. I didn't know. Any, I didn't. I found out about the marijuana like after she had quit. Like I thought I was like really delayed. Um, I don't know why she didn't tell me those things. I don't know if she just felt guilty or she thought I would be mad at her or, or that I would judge her. Um, but at that time in my life, I was married and um, having children of my own. So it wasn't like I could kind of like creep up behind her all the times and see what she was doing. I just assumed that she was doing the right thing. Yeah. And Rachel, did you want to tell somebody? Did you ever at some point feel like I really would like some help to put tap the brakes on what's going on? Yeah. Um, that's when we kind of grew apart, me and her. Yeah. She, like she said, she had her own little life and um, she I knew she wasn't like me. So... Well, the thing right. is, yeah. she didn't think I was like her, right. but I had other ways of acting out, and mm-hmm. drinking was definitely one of them. I just did it at my home when my kids went to sleep or, you know, with my husband going out. So it, to me, it didn't feel so bad that way, but I definitely felt the same way as she did. I knew she was going through different kinds of hurt, and it was mostly from the way we were, like, some some of the ways that we happened with our childhood. Oh, but uh, I'm gonna on a backtrack just a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. No, you jump me. in there. Uh, but when you were younger, mm-hmm. uh, you looked up to your sister because your sister mm-hmm. was one of the cool kids. Yeah, is that not true? She was beautiful. So you smart. followed her around. Yeah, wanted to hang out with wanted her. Wanted to. Huh? She wouldn't let me. <laughs> right <laughs> now, and there's a three years age difference. Yeah. Yes. So I mean, it wasn't cool to have your little sister right, with you everywhere right. you went. Um, I I get that today, but then I was hurt. So, mm-hmm. but no, but you, you envied your sister. Yeah. You looked up to your sister. Yeah. You wanted to hang out. Yeah. Right? Definitely. Mm-hmm. So that's always been there. Mm-hmm. Right? And it's funny that we do that thing where we don't, uh, we don't speak up. We don't say, hey, I've got this issue. Hey, mm-hmm. I've got this issue. And it may be if we had opened up, the other person would say, you know what? You're, I'm not too much different from you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's one of the problems of like mm-hmm. holding things back that it does when we don't talk or we don't stand up and say, "Hey, this is me." Yeah, it, it you're you're not you're not helping somebody else. No, in that sense. yeah. Got Smitty Smith on there. Got to give a shout out to Smitty Smith. Hey, huh? Smitty. Smitty baby. Huh? Liz, Shelley, how you doing? Jerry Rogers. Hi, in Shelley, the house. Mallory, Robert King. I see you, but. Laura Hampton. Ah uh, ah uh, ah. Uh. James Sweezy. <laughs> what it do, son? All right, I'm sorry. Smitty. Uh, OMG, get his face off Sarah the screen. Sarah G, Sarah G. <laughs> All right. So, so, and, and where you're at. So, again, um, you guys kind of, you know, I mean, you're. this is what happens, mm-hmm. but that's your baby sister and a girl. Yeah. Huh? Always has been, still is <laughs> right? right now. <laughs> yeah. We're, today, we're closer than we've ever been. Right. Ever. 
Well, really, even then when she says that we weren't close, I still called her and told her stuff because at that time I was married um, to my first husband and I did call and tell her stuff like, hey, this is going on. I'm going through some struggling and and she, I, I didn't know why at the time, but I just she I couldn't rely on her. She would tell me she would do stuff and then she would she would never do it. She never well, showed up to functions or anything. And, and wasn't like there a time? I'm, oh, you're fine. Wasn't there a time when uh, you had her babysitting the kids? You were going oh, back yeah. to school. You were in college. Correct? Yes, yes. Um, uh, tell us a little bit what happened when you realized that. Whoa. So I actually found out at the first time that Rachel was doing drugs. Uh, she had called me, and she was crying. And I think this was way after the pills had gone out, like way farther than than probably the first couple weeks or something. Um. She was crying, and she told me that she wanted to get some help because she was addicted to pills. And I was like, what do you mean you're addicted to pills? Which I know that sounds mean, but at that time, I'd, like, we had already dealt with that with our childhood. Um, we had we had alcoholic parents. We had parents that did drugs. So I was like, yeah, right. You don't do that. Like, I, you're so smart. You would not do that. She said, I, I do. I have a, a Roxy addiction, and I take about 20 a day. Well, she got honest. Yeah. She got honest. She you. did. She did. What was what was going on at that point in your life? I mean, how talk about the escalation from having the child and then taking, you know, starting back up. Well, um, was the you start uh, off like five yeah. a day, and then that's never enough. You know, you more, 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 more. I never could be satisfied with the way I felt, and I was. That's when I moved out on my own <clears throat> and had my own apartment and 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 there's called, n- no guy in the in yeah the, well it was a, a dope dealer and um, oh so we gonna date a dope dealer he was oh okay. quite older and my daughter was from about um, when she was one till about three she was raised in the home with that and um, a lot of chaos and a lot of like looking back like wow yeah yeah. <laughs> And very unhealthy. For what what made you tell um, me that? Like, remember you just said it randomly while we were on the phone. Because um, me and him had gotten into it, I actually faked a break in and sold his TV. Uh oh, careful! There ain't no statute of limitations in Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Prank call, hang up. <laughs> and you know, um, even hid some of Jayla's clothes along with it to to look like you know some of her stuff got stolen as well. And um, it uh-huh. all hell broke loose later that night. And that's when I called her and was like, "That's just crazy. That's insanity. Like, who does that? You know." Um, yeah, <laughs> nobody it, normal. It does seem a little unique to, <laughs> to, to fake a break in, but do. it seemed that like... That was my uh, great idea at the time. Well, you know? absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. No, and, and and to say to everyone, you know, this isn't... this certainly not a shame fest. I, it, what I want to do is talk about, and what I really appreciate what you guys are sharing, is there's somebody going through this right now. Mm-hmm. There's somebody who's addicted to pills and pregnant. Mm-hmm. Uh, or shooting up and pregnant. And there's people who are in a bad relationship, lying, stealing, things like that. And the whole point is to show that there is a way out. You think there mm-hmm. isn't a way. Mm-hmm. You think that you're right. just at this bottom level, uh, but there is. There definitely is. So what did you guys, uh, was there an attempt made to, What? It, it's on your lap. Yeah. Here you go. So I, need, I need help. I'm like, 
you know, thinking she done lost her dang on mine. Like what, what is going on here? And of course I couldn't have, I couldn't judge her cause there was things I was doing that was really not good. Um, but I just so happened to be going through a divorce around this time. So now this is, we've escalated, um, going from a couple pills to now here we are seven years later and she's telling me she's 100% addicted. Um, I, I really honestly didn't believe her at first. I just kept thinking she just maybe she's just saying this to get attention, which I know that's not a good way to get attention. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, she eventually told me, um, you know, that she was quitting. She wanted to go get some help. So that's what I thought that she did. Okay. I thought she went and got help. Well, how many times have you been to treatment, Rachel? I've tried. I've been to every treatment center in Louisville about at least two times, some more. And what was it? What would happen after you left treatment? I mean, are you going? Are you, are you doing just like a detox and then heading out? Um, I wouldn't even last those seven day detox. Wow. Um, she two would to three me, days yeah. tops. She would call me and say, "I'm in treatment. I'm doing so good. I'm I'm so I'm doing wonderful." <laughs> after three hours. And then literally, <laughs> she would <laughs> literally a couple of days later, she'd be like, you know. Oh, I had to get out of there. I had to get out of there because of this, and I had to get out of there because of that. And always an excuse. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Jayla needed me. So I just yeah. thought eventually the pill thing was taken care of, and I don't know what led me to that conclusion, but I didn't have to. I felt like I didn't have to worry about her anymore. So I started um, back to college, and Rachel was living with my mom in those crazy apartments, and I don't know what it was, but I could tell that they. Her and my mother were doing something at the oh, time. Oh, her and mama getting using together. Yes. I had lost my, my apartment that I had there, but I had done lost it. Um, Actually, over drugs, they needed $56 for rent, and I took that money. A friend of mine, her grandma actually said, here, go pay your rent, and I mm-hmm. took the money straight and bought pills and was like, I don't care about an apartment. Yeah. Wow. So care she about started living back with my mom. Mm-hmm. And my so she mom, moved in back with mom? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I had always had my mom babysitting my kid, my older kids, you know, like during school or when I needed to do something, she would always be my go-to woman. She, my kids um, and my mother were so close. And um, after a while, I started noticing a change in her and I wasn't sure what it was, but I could tell that her, her and my mom, they were fighting an awful lot. They were, they weren't getting along. Uh, My mom would call me and tell me that she thought Rachel was like on something and all these different things, and I was just like, oh, my gosh, they're driving me nuts. So there was a time where I kind of, like, distanced <laughs> Drama. myself. Oh, that yeah. phone number again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm like, uh-uh, I need to send this up. no more. <laughs> so what was going on at that time? Um, We were using together. It started with the pills. I brought them in. Yeah. Okay. And, um, you know, it was just we were feeding each other's habits, and – Eventually, I mean, you, there's no healthy relationship with two addicts using. Yeah. Um, never. Um, so, yeah, we fought all the time when we were dope sick. We couldn't move so that, you know, Jayla just went uncared for, neglected. Um, and eventually the pills led to heroin. Uh, and and so you're both kind of how how did your mom get involved? Was she already? Um, uh, she or... was a Sunday school teacher for 13 years. Yeah, and wow. so backed out of church. And this is what I tell people: um, I felt like the devil used me. Yeah, she was at her low point. She had stopped going to church. So you kind of blame yourself for your mm-hmm. mother's uh, bad choices with uh, the dope. Our okay. mom was like. 
I feel like I brought it in the door, you know. Yeah. And um, she's an alcoholic. She, you know, before she had been she... clean for like fourteen years. Wow. That's and a, yeah. and she got clean cold turkey. You know, not cold turkey because it was the Lord. I don't have any other other way to explain it. My mom, when we were little, my mom and dad would chase each other around the the you coffee know table. coffee table with scissors and tools. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, they really well, wanted awesome. to kill each other, and it's some, and you're just sitting there. And yeah, no, we 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 she actually, actually <laughs> grabbed my hand and we knelt down and she prayed. And that I've always you two did, yeah. At that when time, you were as, seven years old. as they're running around the table with scissors. My did they feel like, any shame at all? No, at no, no. They were mm-hmm. too caught up. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Uh, they were living it, a, just a life of complete destruction at that point. And you guys were, it was seven? And yeah, I was seven, and I uh, was about five. I had yeah. just turned five. You know, so. that's a good point. As sometimes as a parent, you say, my kids are too young for this to have yeah. an impact on. Yeah. Your mom's on, y'all's but, mama's on here, too. But, but, Hi, Mom. Hi, Mom. <laughs> but, you know, it's they remember things that go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Kids do remember everything. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because... My mom, um, like, she never abused me or anything like that. And that's one thing that I could say, like, my stepdad, who is Rachel's father, he did try to put his hands on me a lot. And, you know, because he was just annoyed by me. And I understand in a way because I wasn't his kid. So he don't really care <laughs> what's no, no, going no, on. No, 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 he, he tried to discipline you. He did. No, by no. By busting your ass. No, this was, this was something that when he was drunk. And oh, try oh, to take oh, a yardstick. Wow. Intoxicated. Oh, yeah. I apologize. Took a yardstick to me. And, um... My mom, she she would not let that happen. Okay. I mean, she That's stood in the baby. way. Yeah, my mom stood right in the middle, and she got her butt whooped by oh, my stepdad wow. just to keep uh, make sure to that we that. Mm-hmm, absolutely we witnessed a lot of abuse with them. Right. And so we we seen all that stuff. So my mom got clean. She started. She stopped doing any kind of drugs or anything when I was about thirteen years old. And let's see, twenty three. 23, like right around the time that I was 23, she, um, you know, she had, had been clean for 10 years. She was working at, as a Sunday school teacher at church. Um, she was like the best grandma ever. She, I could talk to her about anything, but right around the time that I seen Rachel going, kind of going down, I knew I was seeing the same thing from my mom. She started like just saying things that were just not right. And the way that she'd treat, like, I would go to pick up my kids and they would always be asleep, her and Rachel both. And um, whenever I got my student loans, my mom said, you know, I will watch Beckham, my youngest son at the time, um, while you go to school. But I want you to, um, I, I would like for you to take the money that you were going to give me and buy me a computer. So I took $450 and I bought her a computer and... I came back a couple of weeks later and the computer was gone. And she told me that uh, she had left it at somebody's house or something. <laughs> Who told you they had left it? The mom? My mom, mom. yeah. yeah. Okay. And then um, it did come back eventually. But then after that, it was gone. Again. And Rachel told me what she had told me was that she had pawned it once, brought it back. And then her and my mom pawned it again for drugs. So you and your mom were in on it? Mm-hmm. basically mm-hmm. well i talked mom into it okay. the first time had your mom ever um um put something on you uh, that she was involved with you know that you're the one that did it all threw you under the bus kind of that kind of thing yeah back then when we were using together yeah 
So yeah, she would she tell would Jessica, tell, you, yes. you had no idea your mother was no, using. No, I had, I mean, I knew she was like on, you know, antidepressants and right, stuff because right. she had been, but I had no idea there was any drugs involved. Right. Um, and she would say, well, Rachel's on drugs. And that's kind of how I found out that Rachel was using the needle. Right. Um, because when, my mom, when you found out about the needle, because I mean, that's, that's, that's him. I couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. Mm-mm. What was you thinking? What, you know, I mean. I just couldn't believe that my little precious baby sister was doing something like that. It killed, it killed me on the inside. That's a tough one. Her um, husband now is diabetic, and she would come over, and he would have his used needles in the van. And I would, like, make excuses, like, to run outside and grab them, not caring. I knew that he used them. I didn't care, though, and I always felt so guilty for that, stealing his used needles just because it was lying and being deceitful to her. And I would say, there was a needle right here. Did you take it? And she would be like, no, you know, and I didn't want to go further than that because I wanted to be able to trust her. And since she had already been honest with me about using, I figured she would tell me if she was using my husband's needles, you know, like she would tell me. But she didn't. She never did tell me. Um, so, so, and when did it get so bad? Uh, I mean, of course, it's already bad. You're using mm-hmm. the needle. Mm-hmm. Your life's unmanageable. You didn't pay the $58 for uh, Section 8, whatever it was. Huh? Mm-hmm. Went and spent it on dope. So now you're still in uh, this guy that your ex-husband's insulin mm-hmm. needles that he needs. Uh, because he's you know needs his insulin. No, it's uh, that husband. Oh, oh, husband. I'm sorry, another uh, ex-husband. <laughs> Scratch that. But no, um, so it, it's progressive, and that's what this the disease of addiction is. It's just progressive. Anytime you use it, just down, it gets worse. Mm-hmm. You know, jails, institutions, or death, right? Mm-hmm. But it actually did get worse for me with her, I, even though she was already using. I didn't know the depths of how being a, be, being on heroin right. took you. I that wasn't your thing. I, yeah, I had no idea. And honestly, at that point, it wasn't really like popular like it is now. You know, right. like you don't you didn't hear about it. It's not something that was on the news all the time. But I guess the real moment that I knew like it was bad is I went over to pick up my son from school after school, and um, I pulled into the driveway and I was talking to my husband and I said. You're never going to believe this. Rachel is outside on the picnic table, and she's completely out of it. She's nah. she's knocked. And he was like, what? Are you sure? Take a picture. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so I took a picture and sent it to him because I was like, I'm not making this up. This is real. Like, who would make this up? What time of year was this? I'm, I'm hoping it was like, like January. Like a- no, she was, she was strung out on this picnic table. Um, and she started screaming at me, like saying stuff like that. I thought I was better than her. Wow. Okay. The justifying. She was, oh, she was screaming crazy. And I was like, wow. You know what? I was like, you're freaking nuts. And my kids ain't coming over here no more. Well, I turned around to go into the house to get my son and my mom was completely out of it. Gone too. Knocked. Yeah. Totally out of it. And my son wasn't even in the house. sorry. It's not funny. Yeah, my son wasn't even in the house. My son was outside and running what? the streets. Wow. And how old was your son at the time? my niece. He was like four years old. Wow. And my niece was out there also. Who? What, how old was she, do you think? 
three. Well, littler, you yeah. know, littler than my so son. So a four-year-old and a three-year-old mm-hmm. was supposed to be under you, Rachel mm-hmm. and y'all's mother's supervision. Mm-hmm. And you get there and both of them's out like a light. Yeah. So I take, yeah. Nah. Yeah, but I didn't know still about my okay. mom yet. At right. my mom, I'm still, still just thinking she may be on pills. And, but they're both out. You're kind of grabbing the kid. This must be a yes. major emotional moment. It was. I felt, number one, I don't even let my kids go outside of my house if I'm not out there. And they're right. all older now. Right. <laughs> so yeah. at this point, you know, it's like, I, I get so pissed, and so my Aunt Lisa was outside, and I told my Aunt Lisa that I was taking Jayla and my son, and I said, if they, if they want to know where she's at, she's with me. Right. So I took her home and took my son home, and um, they, of course, you know, my mom and them had eventually came to me to ask me, like, where did you, why did you take them? And they kind of just made me feel so silly, like, well, what made you do that? That's so still, silly. We were watching them, and I was like, they were outside. They were outside. And I was like, so here's the deal. From now on, you're not going to watch my kids anymore. You're not going to see them. They're not going to see you like this, always sleeping. And, um, you know. And you're in school. I was in school then. I I mean, you definitely have a need of someone watching the kids. And now I'm like, I'm going to have to drop out of school. I'm going to have to take a semester off. And so that's what I had to do. It did. I literally had to take a semester off because there was no one else that could watch my son at that time. You couldn't depend on your family, your mother and your sister. No, I couldn't depend on them. And um, like there was a flood, you know, in the area in their apartments and they got they had to move out of their apartment and they moved to Beecher Terrace. Um, like close to Beecher Terrace. That's the projects in Louisville. Okay. Um, Number one, they were probably only. Yeah, they were literally the only white people that lived there. Well, that was the only option. It was either that or have the money to fend for yourself. And not that I think, like, the race thing. Like, I don't think that, you know, they're scared. But when you're the only one When you're one of of whatever it is, yeah. She got picked on a lot. Um, She actually had stole from some people. (laughs) And they whooped her butt in the middle of this parking lot in this place. I mean, Uh, like, just left her, just whooped her butt. I told Andrew. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> so things are going great. Well, actually, yeah. I, so you're I living had, the life. Are you? Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's when um, actually world star. I went <laughs> downhill fast yes. when we moved there. Um, actually, after we flooded, they put us in um, the Red Cross, put us in a shelter in a church gym for about uh, two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was in their bathroom every day uh, using the Red Cross volunteers as babysitters for Jayla. And in their bathroom with my needle on my spoon, uh, we had just went through a flood. You yeah. know, we were homeless. We had nothing. And I had a, like a lot of. And that's all I cared about. Yeah, I had just a, a lot of trouble with mm. that because um, my mom asked if she could come and stay with me. And I, I said, yeah, but you can't bring my sister because wow. I couldn't wow. have her around my kids. Robbing you blind. She was stealing everything from me. She was. She just wasn't my sister, but I, I knew that I couldn't have her there. Oh, no. But every day I still wake up guilt, feeling very guilty for that because it hurt me really bad just to say that to my sister. You can't come to my house. Okay. And that's a that's a tough thing because, I mean, I, I, I've looked at a lot of people that, that do fold on that. Yeah. And they fold early, and then it's harder yeah, to – from the stories I've heard, you're, you may be one of the rarer situations where you drew a line early on. 
The reason and why I made sure made the line stick is because I had five kids at this point, and I could not allow. Yes, I couldn't allow my kids, and then my kids started telling me they were scared, and they didn't want their nana or their aunt Rachie to come over, and I would say why, and then this is when the whole can of worms came out that they had found my daughter had found her in the bathroom uh, with a needle in her arm, completely overdosed. Um, she told me that. They were, you know, my kids were told that she had diabetes, you know, because my kids knew what those needles look like. Right. And uh, they had found her several times. My kids had never been around, like, the cops or anything like that. Um, And my mom had actually called the cops so many times that my kids knew their names of the guys coming over into the house. Knew the police officers' names? Yes. Okay. Um, And not just on Rachel. The things that was going on with my mom and my stepfather, too— were so out of hand that they were calling the police on each other all the time and they were cussing. And I mean, my kids told me so many stories. I literally felt like they they were living my childhood all over again. um, And you said, and you know, and I I saw that pain where you felt guilty, uh, you know, like your mom asked if she'd come over and stay, you know, after the flood and you Mm -hmm. told her yes, but Rachel couldn't come. Yeah. Right. I don't know. And Dylan called me, if I'm jumping too far ahead. No, you're fine. We're we're moving along. Yeah. I want to talk about, Okay, so you felt all that guilt. Yeah. You told her she couldn't come. Mm-hmm. You couldn't jeopardize the kids. Right. You couldn't jeopardize things being stolen. Right. You know what I mean? Where did TV go? Oh, Rachel was here earlier. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no. No, Rachel, are you with us? Yes. Okay, so. Uh, That's tough to hear. Right. I'm just putting myself in your shoes right now, Rachel, and like all of a yeah. sudden. I'm in a group with microphones talking about the, the my lowest point. Mm-hmm. Lowest point. So. Yeah. What? Okay. So check us out. Tell us, tell the viewers about what happened at your lowest point. With mom. With 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 Jayla. With mom. With sis. Um. Can, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, Jessica had just stopped. She cut everything off with me. Um. I didn't even attempt to even try to have a relationship with her because I knew I wasn't dependable. I knew it wouldn't go anywhere. Right. Because she wasn't one of me. She didn't have nothing for me. I couldn't get nothing out of her, you know. That bridge but, was burned. Yeah. So you couldn't, you couldn't yeah. play no more. You couldn't uh, manipulate yeah. uh, your sister no more as a rap. I want to talk about Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Me and Mom, um, once we moved to downtown Louisville, um, you know, it was a drug-infested neighborhood, so I was right at home. Um, Loved it. Yeah, for a little bit. Um, but me and Mom, it eventually led to, um, that's where I started smoking crack. I never smoked crack till I moved there, and um, then it was just everything, anything. Everybody always had something, so it was just whatever. Whatever. So you stayed pretty high. Yeah, and um, Mom would just stay in the apartment, and I'd. I could do it there if I would share. If I didn't have enough, I couldn't come in there. Um, Your mom wouldn't let you in unless you broke her off. Yeah. Got to break the house off, and, and mom or not. That's why our relationship was so unhealthy, me and mom, because it, it constantly fighting over dope. I mean, she might get mad at me for saying this, but sometimes when I would come in, she would beat me to the bedroom waiting for it. Um and I would get so frustrated, you know, just 
like just so frustrated. But we ended up um, one day I woke up and only had twenty dollars and um, my dope man wouldn't bring me what I needed. So I got something else. I just said, I got to get something. Right. So I got something else. And later that night, um, I got, I ran into some money, um, like $900. And of it course, just appeared magically. No. <laughs> you ran into oh, it. No, I didn't. Is this one of those things where it fell off a truck? <laughs> No, $900 um, fell off a truck. No. <laughs> so I was sitting here thinking like, what? <laughs> a sugar daddy called me and was like, hey, I got my taxes, so yeah, here's the money. Um, but anyways, so the dope man was really ready to come then, you know, had all that money. So um, I remember shooting it in my arm. Once I got it, I ran upstairs um, and then waking up and I'm just looking around. My clothes are cut off. Um, I had been drugged from the back bedroom to the living room where they could have more space. Mm-hmm. Um, Jayla's nowhere to be found. She was there. Had been when, I, when yeah. you did. Yeah. Where was she at when you were doing, when you started? Is it just like, here's the TV and... Right. Oh, no. She could run outside with the other neighborhood kids. Um, How old was she? She was only five. Oh, she oh. could go to the, yeah, get in the car, steal a car, whatever she wanted yeah. to do. Well, that's I'm why just saying, it's called neglect. Keep it real. There you go. <laughs> get back then. Oh, shut the front door. Get him, girl. But, um, yeah. And So you're, you're, you're then laying down, yeah. just kind of trying to piece together what's going on. Yeah. Well, I go back in the back bedroom looking for Jayla, and I find my mom and cops, and he's yelling. He gets in my face, and he's like, do you not just effing realize you overdosed and you almost died and your daughter opened the door for us? So, oh, uh, Jayla opened the door. Yeah. Where was your mama? Mom was laid out overdosed. She was knocked out too. Yeah. Round two, I'm down too. So we're both laying there overdosed and um, Jayla opens the door for first responders. Luckily, a neighbor had came and knocked on the door. Yeah, that's who I was wondering who sent the alarm. Who? It was um someone, a, neighbor. a using buddy. Coming to use with me, luckily. Yeah. I mean, because, you know. Left to your own devices, yeah. that may have been it for both of you. Yeah. So they called 911 and um, they only had a choice to give one of us CPR. You know, they couldn't do it to us both at the same time. Oh, they don't didn't have the, enough the people. Neighbor. Oh, the neighbor. The yes, neighbor, yes. yeah. Okay, I <laughs> was, was like, before I did not know that the, the EMS, <laughs> they're like, flip a coin. Which one we, deserves to <laughs> we, we only. I, I'm tired. I worked out no, but my they, triceps yesterday. <laughs> when, they choose, when they chose me, I was like, oh, my gosh. So what if my mom would have died, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. But anyways... We were all over the news. They told me they were taking my daughter to her dad's house that night. So they take you to the hospital, though? No. No. I go? denied going to the hospital, and he said, well, turn around, put your hands behind your back. And I said, you're arresting me for overdosing? You can't do that. How'd you know he couldn't do it? Because <laughs> she said, had done it several times yeah. before. Okay. She had actually <laughs> been narking about 50,000 times. He said, um, no, for endangering the welfare of a minor. Well, yeah, there it is. Huh? And I was like, oh, yeah. That, you know, like, sad to say, she was the last thing on my mind. Um, but, yeah. So then the next to, the next day is... I sleep. They arrest me and my mother. Okay, yeah. I sleep jail off for that weekend. 
um, I wake up Monday and I'm like wanting to know what's going on now. Now I care. What the hell? Get me out of here. You know, oh, so what's you're in jail on? now. You want out of jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought, oh, my record's not that bad. I, I won't be in here long. You know, I remember um, before they took me to jail, I was like, okay, hide your money under the mattress. So when you get out, you can come get it and get some more. Yeah, someone broke into our apartment when we were locked up that night and stole everything. It sounds like the kind of thing in a neighborhood you're like, they're at jail. It is go time. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Everybody. They do. They watch. Grab a piece. Yeah. Absolutely. They watch and Start see. seeing your toaster and your mm-hmm. microwave at somebody else's house. But right? sitting in jail, oh, I mean, fabulous. first thing that goes is your food stamp card. Food stamp card is done. Sorry. Okay. We're, we're eating steaks tonight. Woo! Yes. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. Don't cancel that food stamp card. Hey, check us out. So you're in jail. Yeah. And you re- and you still, you think, jailers are their fathers. Yes. Okay. When do you find out? Uh, I get a visitor, and they tell me she went to the home of the innocents that night. The she home did, of who? The Innocents. Uh-oh, what is that? Yeah. It's a foster uh. foster child place. So Kids so no family's got her now. It's, yeah. She's there to fend for herself. Mm-hmm. At three years old? Four years old? Five. 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 I'm sorry. I'm a little slow, y'all. And this happened at 11 o'clock on a Friday night. So um, CPS was already involved in our situation. Sure. There was a, there was a folder, a yeah. file. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... The CPS worker came and got her that night and took her to a random person's home, you know. And I say that because I'm trying to put myself in her shoes. Like, wow. So that was her. I was sitting in jail, and I was. that's where a lot of my pain came from. I couldn't comfort her, you know, knowing that was her last vision of her mommy. Mm-hmm. So when yeah. did you get honest with your sister? Oh, she didn't. <laughs> the news got on. The news got oh, honest. Oh, you were on the me. news. Yeah. What so, news say? I was actually sitting there cooking spaghetti, and my oldest daughter Grace came and said, "Mommy, my Nina and Aunt Rachie is on the news." Oh. The kids my. told you. Your baby told you, girl. Mm-hmm. My, my she was nine at the time, and I said, "What do you mean she's on the news?" And of course, I'm thinking they're messing with me because I hadn't really talked to my mom and Rachel because that was part of the thing that I was I was doing that for myself to make myself sane. And just say, I can just, I got to live without them because the people who they are right now are not my mother or not my right. sister. And I just didn't want to be be involved with them. And I definitely didn't want to go down Beecher Terrace and try to be visiting them either. <laughs> Every time I went down there, I was scared, scared to death. Scared to death. <laughs> Cops are like, what are you yeah. here for? I know. They're like, where are you coming <laughs> you, you, from? You don't look like the fine. average visitor. Um, so they probably think, you know, oh, oh, Tim Craft in the house. I see you, baby. Jamal White. Ah, 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 my feet buzz. <laughs> All right, all right. Rebecca so, Garcia, I'm sorry. No, ahead. you're fine. These are the kind of moments that get burned into your brain. It's yes. like, where were you on 9-11? Yes. Where were you at the OJ trial? Yes. Where were you? Yeah, when your sister, so, you know yeah. what you were eating. So basically, I was like stirring up the noodles, and I said, quit messing with me right now, Grace. I'm trying to cook. And she was saying, my Nana is in jail. My Nana is on on the news, and she's in jail. I was like, for what? And she was like, I don't know. She's just in jail. I just seen her on the news. So they had your mama and your sister's mugshot right across Louisville News. I rewinded the DVR, and sure enough, there's Watch my mother and my sister. I, you, I thought I was going to have a heart attack. So what was you? Were you in shame? Were you worried about what your friends were going to think? No, or, or no. Worried for them? I was never. I was worried for Jayla. No, because they come never on, said nothing about my niece you hadn't knew anything about it no and i'm like where the heck is she at i mean my mom and my sister freaking deserve this 
forget them. Like I was mad. I didn't even really still know the full story. I just thought they was in drugs. I was like, I need to find her. My father um, was in the hospital the next morning and I went to see him and he said, (laughs) your mom and sister in jail. I said, yeah, I seen that on the news last night. Wow. And he said, um, Jayla is at the home of the innocents. They took her away. I said, well, give me the the person's name. I've got to get in touch with her. And I felt bad because at this time he's sitting there having a stroke. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, I don't even care about you either. I just want to know where my niece is at. And he told me where the lady had taken her. So I call the hotline because this is a Saturday now. Okay, I'm calling the hotline and I'm like, oh, my God, like somebody's got to get in touch with me. And they're like, well, it's the weekend. There's nothing we can do. I said, can you at least tell me where she's at? Can I come see her? Can I do this? And they would not give me any information. But they did tell me that they would have their worker call me. So I did not get back in touch with her uh, until Monday. Wow. So that that is a horrible weekend. Yes. Right. That's, yes. Yeah. That's because tough. meanwhile, on the news, I'm sure they yes. didn't say... You know, we don't know what happened. Let's give them the benefit no, of the doubt. No, they were on there talking about how they were overdosed. Um, both of them had to be Narcan They called them real times. savages, didn't they? A true yeah. bunch of savages. A true yeah, bunch, of savages. True bunch savage. of savages. So I get... I mean, news loves a story. Yes, right. they do. And that hurt me so bad. Like, I'm sure you could still pull it up now. Um, on, you can. I did see it. Yeah. Yes. Oh, Dallas. So, well, <laughs> well, I got I to look. I got to do some yeah. research. So WHS 11 had put it up on their Facebook page. And wow, somebody had told me, don't go look at it. But she, they are on there. Oh, well, of man. course, I can't not look at it. Um, so I go there. And these people are talking about how they should have let my mom and my sister die. Oh. They're talking about how my, my niece is better off. They're, I mean, pretty much saying every bad thing they can say about my family. And I knew they were doing the wrong things, but my sister and my family, I don't care how bad off they are. They're still people they deserve. I don't care if you have to Narcan them 7,000 times. That's 7,000 more chances that they have to make a change. Ooh, and I read your comments in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's a sister. Yeah. That's, a, you Love know, I, and I can't remember the exact words, but I came at it as like, she's not justifying anything no, that no. happens, Mm-mm. but you're, you're kind of like, these are people. Yes. Mm-hmm. And it, what if this was these your mother? What exactly. if this was your sister? Yeah. Would you be on here telling people, yeah. um, go ahead and kill them? They should have let them die. I mean, I, I literally went on till Sunday morning basically going back and forth with anybody who had something to say and finally it stopped and <laughs> i was like them. i just I was you like, in the I middle said, of I this just group one facebook just, what the heck i just I won, won facebook I and i was facebook. so excited my husband was laughing you know because he he was sitting next to me and he's like jessica just stop there are people there's troll people they're not gonna, they're they gonna, couldn't pull you away no, from the computer no troll. i said oh believe me they're gonna stop because i'm gonna make them feel like they're making me feel and so oh, okay. I just kept hurt on. People, hurt people. Yes. Come on, girl. I, they said, "Well, you know, uh, like mother, like daughter." And I said, "Well, excuse me, because I'm her daughter, and I'm not like that. So it ain't like mother, like daughter." Yeah. And I was like, "My mom was a Sunday school teacher, and she changed her whole entire life." And I said, "And she started all this stuff, and now my sister and her did it together, and they found comfort in that together. But they are not hateful, miserable people. They're really good people on the inside. They're just not." the right. same people right now right yeah because it's dope and I, and I love that you humanize it in that way and just you know make a little light of fighting them off yeah. and things like that but I had a thought that 
This was like the first time in a while that you could actually do something about yes. the situation. Yes. You've been sitting there on the sidelines, not able no to say anything, do anything, and now you do get to jump yes. in, mm-hmm. hunt down your niece, mm-hmm. and uh, fight the internet. Yes, so both that, of those that things. Monday, <laughs> yeah, I was really proud of myself. Because You're like I was a like, caged animal that got released. I, yeah, I could not like, do I'm, it. I'm I was taking like, on heroin tonight. This one, this guy's uh. gonna say something. All right, this guy's gonna say. Okay, well, you're about to get blown up, buddy. Because I'm not gonna give up. That's what you want. That's what you want. And I got, I got out of treatment and and looked and saw all that and. I remember just smiling like, wow. Okay. You know, she yeah. took up for me. Like, love, she took up for me. No, I was madder than hell her, what I've done to her. But I, lo- I loved her so much. I, I, I did not want somebody talking bad about my mom or my sister. That's right. That's your mom. It's your yeah. sister regardless. Now, now, but during all this, all right, Jayla's, Jayla's in this. Uh, uh, foster care. Foster care. Mm-hmm. Uh so what do you do? You so, get Jayla, right? Monday morning, I called up to the courthouse, and I told Man. them somebody better call me back or I'm going to get an attorney. I mean, I was going crazy. Yeah. And um, they got this lady to call me back, the worker, and she says, I don't, she never told me she had a sister, and she never told me she had a, a daughter, you know? So <laughs> I've been seeing your mom and your sister for months, and they never told me about you. And I said... Well, I don't care if they told you about me or not, right. but I'm her blood aunt. I and do I was exist. Like, yes. I have a driver's license. So right. she's like, well, before I can make any, uh, you know, assumptions that you are a true, real person or whatever, she's like, I need to meet you in person. And I said, that's fine. You can come on over to my house right. right now. I was like, we'll be waiting for you. We're here. We're, we're waiting. So you had you, your husband. Mm-hmm. And, and all got, my y'all kids. Y'all got 19 kids. Yep. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, honey. <laughs> But no, but that is a big deal. I mean, I know it's your sister. It's your, it just shows what kind of person you are, man, yeah. because you do have five kids. Well, hey, you know, you and, have five and this kids. Is your, and this is your flesh and blood. Yes. That was taken. Yes. But not, not her choice. No. Because of her mother's choice, because mm-hmm. of Rachel's bad choices mm-hmm. and your mama's. Mm-hmm. But there you are. I had to do something there for her. There you are. I couldn't let her go without somebody. Um, so they, she came and she had, <laughs> the CPS worker had a gun. At my front door. Wow. And she thought <laughs> that I was going not, on there. Oh, wait, she wasn't brandishing what it was. She, she? Yeah. she was kind of like, she was just let like, me you know. See this? You yeah, see this? She let me know. She was like, I'm a concealed carrier. Uh, you know, I just wanted to let you know that. I said, uh, all right. You know, right. I was like, what the okay. hell is I'm like thinking in my head, who the heck took my niece? Like, she's freaking nuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like if she's going into those types of areas, right. not, she's not, be packing, not, huh? the, not the worst idea in the right. world. Yeah, well, right. see, so she had had never heard of me so she was like you know somebody told me this that you know she didn't have a sister and they told me that Rachel got gotten out of jail so at this point she was thinking that Rachel or my mom was at this residence and that there was no such thing as me and that they were going to get her oh, they wanted wow. to know. oh like they were going to jump the uh, yeah. social worker mm-hmm. oh lord I like that's, <laughs> that's deep yeah. well that's a book oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a book right there y'all so the social, social worker, worker gets gang baby whoop whoop take she, my kid again <laughs> I'm just saying. She comes in, she she looks at everything, but she keeps on looking at me, and she said, I just can't believe you're really her sister. Like, you're wow. not. She's like, it doesn't look like. How you carry the, yourself? Yeah, she was like, well, it's very different. Well, and, and using all this time, right. you're, you she are on different herself. health levels. Yes. Just that. Yes, she right. was not herself. And she, you know, eventually let me know where she was at. She said, come to court tomorrow morning and get custody temporary custody wow and i said okay you know we'll do whatever we have to do i went to court the next morning i got custody signed over to me i put her in my children's school i put her into the ymca where, she, where they were gonna you know go into workout and having fun 
and I went to this lady's house to pick her up, and there was roaches and things and uh. just very disgusting where where she was at and she was actually like on 34th street there was vacant buildings all around um she was living in a, a seemed like the lady was very nice but a not very clean person and so she was trying to bring a bag of clothes that they had bought her out Aww. and i said leave it right. <laughs> you know, i'm bringing that thing Aww. in my car <laughs> so no people pleasing in you no uh-uh. no, no there is i ain't no... taking the roaches back i said i'm <laughs> sorry but i cannot roaches are scary <laughs> i'm like i ain't taking them so she came home she told me everything that was going on and i went out that next day i bought her all new clothes right. put her in you know make sure she was at school she never missed a day of school and she graduated kindergarten with straight A's, which I know that's not wow. really as hard, but wow. she had that was the most good that days hard. that she had never been, um, you know. Sorry, they never they didn't they never took her to school. Right, she didn't. Yeah, truancy across the board. Hell, we too busy getting. Don't be sorry. <laughs> right, but now now during this time you got custody of Jayla. Now mm-hmm. what are you doing? Uh, I'm in treatment. I got out of jail and. Um, went to treatment. Uh, I was going to decide that I was just going to go back to Louisville and do sober living. Um, but Jessica called me and said, if you don't go to Lexington, I'm going to file for permanency. Um, like you're going back on what you said you were going to do and you're just getting too comfortable again. Gosh, your sister does not let you slide at all. Uh That's a good thing. So (laughs) I start crying and I end up going to Lexington sober living. Oh, I was so happy. I remember she called me from there. But you had enough pain, honestly. Was that enough pain for you? Yeah. Huh? Living like that? Yeah. And you, I remember times just in that little bitty apartment in that back room where it happened that led up to this just, bawling crying like gosh why can't i just be effing normal like i know i'm better than this what the fuck she cussed that's okay <laughs> sorry no well, that's no not... well my ears are hurting but <laughs> i but no i mean and that's it's, where we yeah. go darling I it's mean, got to get yeah. to that point i've been yeah. to that point we don't want to look like that hell kind of choices have i made that yeah. got me right here I would just look around like, oh, my, look at my life. Look at what my life has become. Right. Huh? It's, God, yeah. I remember rocking on my bunk in jail, like, looking around at all the girls, and they were so comfortable. Yeah, they, were they got so comfortable, comfortable they? you know, and they just, they knew their outdate, but it was years. And I was like, hmm. this could have very well been me. And you this thought, I'm, and I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, You're but fine. you thought you were getting out pretty promptly. Yeah. What happened when you go to court and you're thinking you're getting out? Well, I was like, oh, I got a paid attorney. Yeah. You know, my attorneys went, went to law school with the judge, so they're in like. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, like looking yeah. for every reason. Yeah. Like, oh. Right. So I go up in front of her. She's like, she starts crying and she said, this case absolutely broke my heart. There's uh. a, a, there's a five-year-old that was involved. So no. Uh, I don't care if you have a bed in treatment today. I can't let you out. She said, I'll see you next court date. And I was like, <laughs> what? Right. So, so I don't even have a bad record. What are you talking about? You oh, know? justifying but, some things. Yeah, you done left a kid. Yeah. You're on the news big time. Well, you may get news, but victim impact statements are oh, mug. Yeah. And you got oh, all over looking yes. at you. Oh, Ooh, my God. Yeah. No, a lot that's of the girls in jail were like, you deserve to rot in here. Like it, they knew yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. now you don't have an out date. No. And you're going back and you're dope sick. Yeah. Huh? Detoxing. 
I got to jump in here just for a second, Andrew. Time-wise, we're at 8 o'clock. This is flown by. Okay, we're going to finish this up real quick. Flown by. Oh, my. I'm so sorry. Uh, Part of me me is just to say we hold it here, and then we we do another, and and the rest of the story. But (laughs) Well, but it's kind of hard to hear it, and we're all here right now. So what are we doing, Andrew? Uh, We're going to shoot through. If we get in trouble, we get in trouble. Uh, All right. uh, Ben and Sam, owners of Recovery Ready Wife Film, Dimitri, huh, Jay? Demi- like, is Dimitri on there? Yeah, he was earlier. It's not my fault, y'all. But check this out. <laughs> Dimitri though. or James? Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let's shoot through. Let's shoot through. Because yeah. here's the thing. You go through treatment, right? You mm-hmm. you do a 45-day treatment. 31. 31 days, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. You do the 31 days. So you, you went through detox in jail, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So you're good. Mm-hmm. That that part. Now, all this mental stuff's going on, right? Yeah. Okay. So Is you this your first time in detox? In like The n- first yeah. time she actually stayed. Completed. Yeah, I mean, the first time she completed. I didn't have a choice. Right. But you still, this is the first time with a clear head. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So you go to the, uh, the little sober living in Lexington, mm-hmm. right? Now, at this time, Jessica still got custody of your daughter, Jayla. Right. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. So how long after getting out? How long? How long were you okay? Thirty-one days in treatment, mm-hmm. and then until you got Jayla back, six months. Oh, so she had her months. six months, seven months, seven yeah. months counting the thirty in treatment. It was six months when once I got out of treatment that I mm-hmm. got Jayla back, and you weren't sure if you were ready. She wasn't no. sure, but I had complete <laughs> she faith had to in give her. You a little, uh, I had to give her a little bump because I knew she just wasn't sure how to restart. A, a real life as a mom right mm-hmm. and and you did i want to talk about something and maybe we will do it again uh uh Dallin, if, if we can get you back in here tell them your clean date your sobriety date again february 28th 2016 okay and you celebrated the, when you celebrated the year yes uh, who was there jessica oh, wait, how about that <laughs> And it was so, everybody in there crying, yeah. and it was so real, so She real. told me that she had five kids, right? And those were all proud moments, but none like that moment. Me celebrating a year clean, that was her proudest moment. And it still is my proudest moment. Yeah. There's not a day that I think of something that can make me happier. And when I saw you get your little um, key ring, I was thinking... How could a key ring make me feel this emotional? <laughs> and I was so wow. proud of her. She she has accomplished so much. And it's hard, I know, for people to understand that, you know, heroin addicts, they, they, they think in their head they don't have a life or a come up from this. And that is so not true because I'm sitting here looking at the person uh, who had a come up. Tell Jessica. Yes. And there's not one thing in this world that I would, that I would ever, you know, I, I would never want to sacrifice her or having her or her relationship with her. Um, I I do have five kids, and I got married to a really wonderful man at that same exact time. But she is still my proudest moment. Okay. She was. She's who I did. I got my diploma. That's your baby sister, ain't it? Yeah, that's my oh. baby sister. And she, I I call her today. Anytime I'm I'm getting tempted. Yes. I'm I'm completely honest with her about everything mm-hmm. today, and. Uh, well, not too long ago, she gave me her credit card number. Right. Trusted me with it. <laughs> She was like, now rip this up, just so nonchalantly. Right. Now make sure you rip this up when you're done. <laughs> and you're welcome into her home anytime. <laughs> yeah. Now. Like, she I is, can stay there by myself and watch the kids, right? man. My nieces I took, came over. Yeah, I let them go with her to Lexington. It was the biggest thing. I'm, like, so Gosh. scared of everything. And I'm like, <laughs> she's like, are you scared? Are you worried? I'm like, no, I'm proud of you. You go ahead. Take them. Like, yeah. Do whatever you need to do. <laughs> 
Teddy Milton says he uh, yeah, some hearts. And what's that about, Teddy? I Teddy's love on you, there. Teddy. We love Teddy. Hey, Teddy yeah. Milton is our guy. <laughs> I can't wait till you meet uh, Teddy, Jessica. He's that really... one's already had the pleasure. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. So, so uh, I mean, you've you've had this kind of come around and turn around. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was it like? Uh, to have your sister as the one who watched your daughter. I mean, did that take a hey, certain Dad, amount of pressure me. off at the time? You, you knew that, that she was with there. I, I, that's what I had to tell myself. Um, in treatment and in sober living, um, I had to wake up every day. She's okay. You know for a fact she's not getting mistreated. She's fed. She's clothed. She's bathed. Her teeth are getting brushed. I didn't Simple even, things yeah. I never did, you know? Right. So, she had to have she, surgery on her mouth. Um, that was hard for her not to, to not have, you know, Rachel. Rachel was really upset about not being there. So I tried to document every single thing that I could, you know, <laughs> her getting her wow. laughing juice, her doing this, her doing that. I mean, I made sure everything yeah. was taken care of for her. And she got really close with her Uncle Raz. Mm-hmm. Oh, Raz a lot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I have to and say. And I really enjoyed that. And and you looked at it as like a really tough in a in a rough spot, but to have your mm-hmm. sister there to help you out, and then the bond that you have with her mm-hmm. now, yeah, I, love, I mean that's I kind of it. a cool thing. Yeah, I love it. I can't. I didn't have that before because you know the way that they were living, she really wasn't ever at my mom's or sister's house. She a lot of the time she would be somewhere else, or someone would be watching her. So I never really got to experience how joyous and precious she was yeah. until she lived with me. Um, now I made her mine. That's for sure. You did, yeah. didn't you, girl? <laughs> uh, it was hard. A lot of things were hard to get her. You know, used to like a schedule. She wasn't used to a schedule, so she went to bed every night at eight thirty. She had to brush her teeth three times a day. You know, she had to go to school, and she would ask me sometimes why I made her do all this, and I'd say because I love you, because I want oh, you to know I love you. Spot on. <laughs> and here's to parents. I'm an eight thirty kids in bed parent because you <laughs> yeah. know what? I want to do what I want to do. <laughs> right. And, you need a break. And, right. <laughs> And it's just better for them. I go to a house and like the kids are up at eleven o'clock. I'm like, what are what you doing? Yeah. Yeah. You you deserve a break too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the kids so are going tra- crazy. Yeah. So that's great. It's just little things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's been such a pleasure. I mean, just like the fact that my sister calls me and asks me to go to fall festivals and stuff like that. Funny story. She says that. <laughs> I'm going to a Boogaloo festival. Do you want to come? Burgoo, girl. Yeah. And I right. said, I've heard of that. Yeah. She's like, oh, that Boogaloo festival, it's going to be fun. And I'm like, I don't even know what the hell that is, but all right, I'll drive there. You know, so I drive there that morning and I start seeing all these signs and it says Burgoo festival. And I'm like, what the frick? Rachel, this is a Burgoo festival. She's like, what's Burgoo? Oh, and yeah, and you did know about yeah, Burgoo. I'm sorry. I, could, I yeah. messed it all up. No, it's I'm true. No, it's true. I did know about it. I, I love Burgoo. And she was like, that's nasty. I had no idea. Uh, real quick, Tabitha Milton said, great show, guys. Awesome. Uh, Tracy Hicks is on here. Hey, Tracy, how you doing? Tracy Ann Combs is on here. Donna Gale. Donna Gale uh, hey, Donna. Woman said, uh, uh, sitting here crying, Rachel, you are, you are an amazing lady. Uh, pretty yeah, awesome stuff, is. man. She Tabitha is. Milton's on here. Love you. Uh oh, Carol Gooch in the house. I, 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 I see you, girl. Real talk, real talk. But uh, what are you gonna do, Dylan? I, I, I want to just ask uh, maybe a final question. Is is just Rachel? What do you think? Uh, what do you think is? Uh, I mean, what's life like now? If you take now the the tough times that you still have tough times, you still have those things. But what's life uh, for you like now? Happy. I'm, <laughs> I'm free. Uh, I tell everybody all the time, life's not peachy king today, but I can handle it. Lost the desire. Uh, yes. Lost that desire. Yeah. But you still know. 
Oh, yeah. It's gunning, baffling, powerful. Oh, yeah. You Definitely. ain't confused about that, right? Yes. Mm, Planted the scene. What are you talking about? Who are you, boy? <laughs> I got baptized a couple weeks ago, Amen. and I'm just... Wow. Second second most wonderful part of my life is hearing <laughs> that she was getting baptized. Anything I'm going to go through or have been through, he's already been through it, and he's my strength. That's awesome. That's he's wonderful. He's my strength, so... I I just uh, I've just known you now. I didn't know you before. I didn't know the story before, and uh, it's you've just always been kind <laughs> and uh, always helpful and things like that. Even when I was like, "Who's this person calling into the show?" That seems, <laughs> and I didn't know that. It's just it's it's been great, and I really appreciate you coming on the show Thank and you. sharing. We don't have time to ask you why you ever got with Andrew. Yeah. But, well, you know. I think we balance each other. <laughs> That's a mystery <laughs> because I'm the, I'm quiet, really, and he knows that. He has he puts me on the spot all the time. Oh yeah, oh, absolutely. And when, when she all does her us. best, like we we do some treat. We you know we'll go to treatment centers and uh, share some experience, strength, and hope. And uh, and I will. You know, I'll put her on the spot. I'll be like, uh, you know, because it, a lot of them's co-ed, so there'll be women there, and I'll put Rachel on the spot and uh, spot on. Man, she gives her experience, strength. I and saw hope, something but. in him. I, he came, he brought a meeting into I the recovery seed, treatment. <laughs> we got a kid now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He always has to ruin it. Always. But skin about bam, recovery radio <laughs> FM. Oh, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> But uh, hopefully, I, I just know. picture him busting into the house at the end yeah. of the day. Get him up, man! <laughs> I can't even get on the phone with her anymore without him uh, putting his two cents in. And I'm like, could you tell him to shut up? <laughs> I can't even hear it you happens, right it now. Happens. It's but, love. It's love. Right. Yeah. Oh, Tracy Taylor's out there. Uh, hey, Tracy. Tracy's got our kids. Tracy's got you. Jasper and Kayla doing the big things right through here. We love you, lady. Awesome. Awesome. You just called her Kayla. Huh? No, I didn't. Yeah, I'm did. okay. Well, I'm talking Is fast. Is there um, a mi- one more minute for me to just say something? Let's Heck do it. Yeah. Okay. Do it. <laughs> so this whole week I've been worrying about what I was going to say and like if everything, you know, was going to be genuine sounding and I wanted to make sure that we could help somebody. But the number one person I'm here for is you. And there's not nothing that you can do in this whole world that would make me back away from you. Never, never, never. And I'm here for your your happy moments, your sad moments, even things where you might mess up a little bit. I'm still here for you, and I'm always going to be here for you. And the reason I'm here for you is because you give me motivation. You make me a happier person. When I hear your voice, there's I feel like Jesus talking to me. <laughs> um, and I'm just really glad. And when you tell me that, to go to church, something inside me is like, she better leave me alone. And I'm like, no, she's right. I need, I do need to go to church. But mostly, I just want to let you know that I'm supporting you for whatever else that life brings you. You are you are my number one best friend. You know, everything that I look forward to in life, Aww. it has you in it. Aww. I love you. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> thank you, girls, for going on. Yes, uh, thank been, you. Been awesome. So, I, th- awesome. I don't know who's up next. Uh, Dallin's going to be gone for a couple weeks. So going uh, to the China. I'll be on my own next thank Friday. You. That was thank that you. was awesome. I couldn't even look. It was that was pretty. Oh yeah, no, it was, that's real. I love you guys. Are we still on here, Dallin? We're still on. I'll shut us off. But give us give us an out. 
We on our way out, y'all. <laughs> hey, man, keep checking us out. Like I said, Dallin's going to be gone for two weeks, so skidabop, bam, he's out the way. So I'll be all on my own next Friday. So, hey, man, come check me out. Let's do something different. We'll get somebody on here to share their experience, strength, and hope. When Dallin gets back, baby, be ready because it's on and popping. The real deal. We coming at you all the way strong right here, all about recovery. We winning today. Ain't playing about it, all about it. Thank you, ladies, for coming. Give us shots out across the board. Who are you, girl? Rachel Savage. Oh, Silky, now you go. Don't y'all be sending no friend requests. I ain't playing. Who are you, girl? Tell them who y'all, baby. Jessica Hornback. Hey, thank you, guys, each and every one of you. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Uh, uh, my thank peoples. Skittle up. <laughs>